going into college, I was just working out solely for my physical image and no other reason. It was literally the only thing that would be on my mind was when was I going to work out and what can I have to eat today? From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a student's misadventures spur her to change her relationship with her body. After this. My name's Ryan Galanese Woody. I use she, they pronouns, and I'm currently studying to be a force-free dog trainer in Asheville. Outside of work, I am very much so into mountain biking. I've been doing a lot of that with my dog, a wonderful 80-pound mutt named Moose, and he wants to be involved in everything, so you might hear him outside making some sounds, maybe whining a little bit. In high school, um, I was a pretty athletic person. I definitely defined my worth based off of how well I could perform, running specifically, but also in any sort of physical activity. I was in ROTC and I wanted to just be best and look the best. I remember I would look on Pinterest and like see these sculpted abs and like I'd look at myself in the mirror and be like, well, what do I need to do to get that? Essentially, I would work out twice a day and I had a food journal and, you know, I'm just not built that way. Like you're chasing something that you're never going to catch. Going from high school to college, I definitely had a lot of challenges with meeting new people. So I think that that really escalated those self-image issues. I knew I wasn't eating the way you should be eating with the number of miles that I was running. But at the time, I was like, well, that's what I need to do to reach whatever goals I had physically. So I ended up with a stress fracture in my lower right leg. And then I was going on my first ever backpacking trip with the stress fracture. And I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I would not describe myself as an outdoor person before that backpacking trip. It was in the Smokies. I just have this vivid memory of looking at the stars and just being like, I'm right here right now and I don't need to be anywhere else right now. Like, my mind doesn't need to be anywhere else because my body is right here. I just remember after intense days, sticking our feet into the cold water and relaxing or waking up to make pancakes. Like, the simplicity of being out in, in the forest and performing basic tasks that is so, so much more fulfilling in the forest than in your day-to-day -day life. I ended up having to hike out with a super swollen leg, um, and I ended up having to wear an air boot and be on crutches for a few months after that because of the decision I made to go on that backpacking trip with the stress fracture. 
I was never diagnosed with an eating disorder. I was told I had disordered eating. It was junior year of college where I wanted to lead backpacking trips. And then I started working um, at the school's climbing gym and outdoor programs. Getting involved in the climbing gym, all of a sudden it was like, in order to climb something, I had to fuel my body. If I didn't eat enough food, you know, I could feel it. Whereas before with running, I felt like I could push through something like that. And then also I could see this shift in mind. I wasn't seeking out the scale or, you know, taking constant selfies to see if I quote unquote improved physically. I was moving my body because I could do things that I never thought I could do before. I found that being in that community, it was easier to make connections with people and be like, we're both here for the same reason in general for, you know, to go up this rock. <laughs> the day before graduating from college, me and some friends, we went out climbing on boulders without a rope. You have crash pads under you. And so it's um, a shorter climb. It was a super hot day. There were people who I like really wanted to be friends with. I was like trying to put up this, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I just remember we were at this fun little warm up where the, the rock itself was a little higher than I liked, but the two of them, they climbed it really easily. And I was like, I know I can physically do this. My hands were at the very top. I could feel how greasy the rock was. So that started playing into my mind. I looked down, I realized how high I was. And then my hands just, they just slipped right off. I landed right on the crash pad where you want to land, but I didn't land well. Like the people with me, they were like, oh, that was a great fall. And I like looked at my ankle and I was like, nope, no, this is not, nope. I had to go into like surgery that week and get hardware in there. I ended up having to be completely non-weight-bearing for three months. When I was unable to climb, I learned I, like at the core, am, am so much more than what I can do with my body and what my body looks like. I sometimes describe it which is so weird, but I sometimes describe it as one of the best summers that I've ever had because I ended up connecting with more people than I had ever connected with. And I started learning pottery. We lived in this really cool house by a creek and we had chickens in a garden. And I found a lot of peace just being surrounded by that sort of energy. It is so wild to reflect on where I was at freshman year of college compared to where I'm at now. I think then I wanted to control how others perceived me. And now it's just like, I am who I am and I'm gonna be perceived the way I'm gonna be perceived and I have no control over that. But I wanna be who I am and I, I like who I am and maybe others will like who I am too because I like who they are. Ryan Galanese-Woody works with Fearful Dogs as a technician with the ASPCA. 
and is studying to become a force-free dog trainer. She's also learning the ropes of sport climbing. This episode was produced by Sarah Fuss-Kessler. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.